Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a headgum podcast. No blades, no bows. Leave your weapons here. That's a line from the film Prince of Thieves that's burned into my head. And I thought I should start this ad with it because I'm talking about Robin Hood. Okay. It's a an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks. And I shouldn't say lets you. I should say lets me so you understand how simple and how easy and how uncomplicated Robinhood is. Because even I know how to do it. So they make financial services work for everyone. It's you know, it's sort of egalitarian. It's not just for the wealthy anymore. You do yourself a favor. Robinhood has uh, no commission fees or costs. Other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. It's easy to use. The design is awesome. You can search stock collections like popular entertainment, social media, female CEOs. Put your money where your mouth is. You want to only invest in uh, businesses owned by POCs? I'm sure you can track that down on the list. Do Learn by doing. That's the best thing is that I'm learning about investing by playing with this app. I shouldn't even call it playing because it's real and I'm using real money. Robinhood is giving listeners to a, f- a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at mighty.robinhood.com. That's mighty.robinhood.com. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy, Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur is playing with his blue webbed ball. Uh, shout out to blue web balls. If you want to purchase one, use promo code mighty and get yourself a discount. Blue web balls. As you know, I actually am not sponsored by any dog toys. I don't know why I always do that. <laughs> I'll tell you why I am now. Cause I'm stoned as fuck because you know how you say when in Rome as to like, I got to do this, this, in this case, it's when you invite Rome to your house, <laughs> I'm not going to not smoke weed when my guest is Abdullah Saeed. What up? Yo, dude. How's it going, John? I just had a white guy panic that I mispronounced your last name. No, nah, no, nah, it was perfect, man. Uh, and you know, so- frankly, I'm not a huge stickler about it. I was at one time in my life, but now I pronounce it like the way I say it is Abdullah Saeed. And you know what? 
close enough. You can call me Abudid Bubu, and I would probably be like, that's cool with me. Uh, uh, so me saying Abdullah is incorrect. It's Abdullah. Uh, Abdullah or Abdullah. Abdullah. Or, yeah, yeah. And any of those things, again, are, are totally acceptable to me. That's you know, interesting. All the sounds are there. <laughs> yeah. It's the effort that counts. Exactly. That's what I always tell people because like, people get afraid to try to print. I go like... As, as right, someone is it Gabbers, Gabbers? Yeah, exactly. For, yeah, mine is six letters long and everyone fucks it up. Um, it's Gabrus. Yeah, it's Gab- <laughs> It's unfortunately Gabrus. <laughs> like, I'm like, why couldn't it have been Gabrus when I was fucking 12 in 1994? No, it's When very... everyone was fucking homophobic and everything was gay. <laughs> Gabrus, I, I know, was, right? I was destroyed. But you know what? I think that uh, visually your name feels like the name of someone who does podcasts or radio because it has gab in it. Yes. Like you're like a gabby guy and it's sort of not so on the nose like your name would be like Jim Talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it, it's a little different. Yeah. It's like John Gabers. You know, it, it really works, I, I think. I like one time was super high and just kind of like free associating off my last name and the uh, the terms gabbing because it came up hubris because it sounds like that and yeah. sort of also part of my personality. And which also, you're very proud, you know, <laughs> yeah, very proud of, of, to a fault. <laughs> you know? Oh, it is ruining most of my personal relationships. <laughs> um, and then also, Globoris means hairless. <laughs> what, really? Hairless. Which is not true. No. Wait, are you pretty yeah, hairless? No, oh no my God. Hair. I just You flashed, are like a uh, seal. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, and that's natural? I don't shave. I shaved once for County High School Champs in 2000. Get out of town. I was trying to go sub-minute in the 100 freestyle. So so you have no butt hair, is that true? I have no, I have some crack hair. Okay, so, so like, you, yeah, you, but you no suffer a hair. little. No cheek hair. <laughs> well, it's and really... I have pubes and I have a fucking full beard and a full head of hair. Thank God, knock it, on wood, as yeah, I always do. seriously, Anytime man. I say full head of hair, it's the only thing I'm vain about is... because. I'm Ugh. fat and I don't dress well, but like the only thing I can always say is like, well, yeah. I got this fucking head of hair, baby. Yeah. And if that goes, I'm a fat ball guy. You can't your, be both. Your great, great grandfather's corpse, bald ass corpse, just like turned in his yeah, grave like, a little bit. It's like <laughs> flips the, me off. the juju's coming out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I went on this. I'm already talking about myself. The underlying theme of this podcast is yeah, me I not trying to Yeah, I want to know more, it. man. That's why I'm here, man. <laughs> well, you're also here because we always pick a topic to talk about on High and Mighty. And uh, we met through my mutual friend, Rye, who you were on Bon yeah. Appetit. What, you hosted my Bon Appetit, and he was your uh, weed connoisseur or weed pe- uh, expert. Resident <laughs> weed genius. But putting the resin in resident uh, <laughs> is Rye. Wow, that was a fucking stretch. Uh, but yeah, you were a host of Bon Appetit, a show I loved. But also yeah. you had done writing and other... I remember seeing you doing other segments for Vice yeah, about yeah. weed I, prior to that, too, Yeah, that's right? right. I did a bunch of stuff. I, I produced and hosted the TV version of Bong Appetit, and before that, I hosted Bong Appetit, uh, the web series, yes. which was produced by David Bean and Stock, who I now do uh, a podcast with, Great Moments in Weed History. Oh, shit. And uh, yeah, and did a bunch of stuff for Vice. I also did a series called Vice Does America, which like barely anyone's ever seen. <laughs> but uh, and then a bunch of stuff like one of the ones I did for like YouTube, digital, whatever, was uh, called Mad Honey. <laughs> and it was me in the Himalayas uh, consuming psychoactive honey. <laughs> Yo, dude. <laughs> yeah. See, that's a pretty fucking dope gig. It <laughs> was super fun. It was like the, maybe the funnest, like, you know, work trip I've ever taken. I'm going to check life. out Mad Honey. I had not seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's on there, man. That shit is crazy. Well, that's, that's cool. <clears throat> cool as hell. Because I, 
I, I want to know how did you end up getting so associated with weed? Because there's like, yeah, weed has got this like weird vibe now, where now it's like now it's becoming wine and and craft beer. Yeah. But for a while, it was like, don't make that your thing, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. or like you could do it. Rick. Everyone, no one had problems with other, at least. The, but like, if you were like. Hey, look, I'm a stoner guy. People would be like, that's a negative stereotype. But now yeah. it's sort of like, you know, it's transitioned from like how we turned like fat to foodie and like drunk to like craft alcohol. <laughs> like we turned like yeah. stoner to like now it's sort of an uh, art. It's like. A- yeah, it's very in vogue. And actually, uh, you know, I was just commenting the, uh, about this to a friend the other day that the the very prolonged process of legalization state by state, medical, recreational here in the United States and the lack of like any federal action to expedite that actually just uh, has elongated my career as a weed personality. Right, because more and more people keep needing a weed uh, concierge. Yeah, and and, like it gets popular, like, you know, my content even that I've made ages ago is becoming popular with different pockets of people as they come online in terms of like, oh, uh, cannabis, oh, it's a thing. Oh, now it's legal in my state. Like Oklahoma just legalized medical cannabis. There's going to be people there who are going to like search around on the internet and inevitably stumble across a bunch of my content. (laughs) Right. Because I've been making weed content since 2012. So it's like six years now of stuff, you know? And, you know, which is like, I think it's cool because to me, the awareness is the important thing. Obviously, like a lot of that happens on its own with the, with the movement, with the time that we're in now. Right. And nudging that along, uh, you know, is that's that's been my thing for a little while. That's you know, so, I'm a cheerleader. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. And I feel I find the, myself doing sort of the same still, even though. Like, cause I am an, a huge advocate for it for for everyone, but yeah, specifically we're advocating right now. Yeah, smoking these fatties. <laughs> yeah, um, it's over there on the couch next oh, to you. <laughs> it's working, guys. It's working. But uh, I find myself just having to always, anytime, especially with like my some of my relatives, just go. Just it's drinking. It's this. Just put it at least in your head. Unpack it as exactly the same as drinking. You shouldn't do it like around minors you shouldn't do it and drive and you shouldn't do it like at your job if they're asking you not to (laughs) so you know what i i I agree with you that that is a good way to analogize it for for people you know because most people entry level understanding yeah totally however my view is a little bit more i think extreme on both ends of it right (laughs) and this is it you know like i'm always like mad real about this shit because it's it's true, you know, when you like look at the facts and the fact that treating it the same, okay, that's like a step towards the you know. In the uh, yeah, right direction, I mean for right? the thought experiment, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. But you know, alcohol is one of the most damaging and corrosive, uh, you know, things like available to consume, right? You know, like so, and cannabis is a thing that has literally never killed anyone. And, you know, like, this, it's weird. I see people, it's still a thing, like, oh, smoking. Like, don't smoke around kids. They don't take into account that, like, clean air laws and our concept of secondhand smoke arises from tobacco having noxious secondhand smoke. Right. Cannabis does not have noxious secondhand smoke, right? (laughs) So in a perfect world to me, you know, I'm not saying, like, some people like alcohol, but I feel like uh, alcohol... It, alcohol is perhaps you know regulated okay now right there's there's a lot of restrictions on it depending of where you are 
But that's appropriate to what alcohol is, right? Which is a thing that kills people who overdo it. Right. Cannabis being the harmless thing that it is, I think you should be able to, you know, I'd like you drink a glass of wine at dinner and your kids are around. You should be able to like hit a volcano, you know, while you're hanging out without the fear of judgment or something. Right. You know? I, I literally was saying the other day that I think, and maybe part of this was the move from New York to California for me. I said, I think that when I have my like 10 year old son at Thanksgiving or my 12 year old son at Thanksgiving, they're going to know that what dad is doing is called smoking pot. And when I'm 18 or 21 or whatever, I will do it too. Um, you know, legally with my dad or whatever, like the way like uh, you are like, oh, having a beer with your dad is like this like weird passing of the manhood. You start, you know, you know, maybe when you're 12, your dad lets you take a sip of one, and you know, and then it's like this thing. I feel like I was explaining that weed will be like that. I think in that, you know. I'll have my friends' kids over for dinner. My kids' friends. And yeah. it's like, oh, Mr. Gaber has smoked a joint at dinner last night. And the yeah. other parents will be like, yes, that's what. That's fine. Yeah. That's like me having a glass of wine at the theme park. I think like, that's I'd love great. to just feel like there's a smoking, a weed smoke. A weed smoking section at like fucking Disneyland. Like, why is there not? You know, yeah. <laughs> if you, you know could what I mean? smoke tobacco somewhere, you should be allowed to smoke marijuana there yeah. for sure. Also, I think school children should smoke weed. Nah, I'm I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm that, oh man, that's the kind of you know like audio that out of context could really be misconstrued. You know, oh. if someone was like, "Wow, dude, we is have that no guy snitches. joking? We have no snitches on High and Mighty, or else I would have no career in Hollywood, even less of a career in Hollywood if I had snitches based on the fucking disgusting opinions I've put out here on this podcast. Even a fucking no one's gonna call you on a bit when there's been like actually worse things said. Yeah, right. Um, but. And I've been doing stand-up for like five minutes, so now I can be like, everything I say is a joke. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, that's, that's yeah. my cover. Yeah, well, it's especially here at uh, in the High and Mighty Studios, uh, you know, this is a consequence-free environment. But uh, <laughs> here's the thing. If I was sipping wine, I would be able to keep track of this conversation, though. There's the fundamental difference. Uh, yeah. But I... So I like to how say, did you get into wine? Uh, how did you get into weed recreationally for yourself? Not not the weed career part of it, because right. I have like a weird development story with weed in that like I tried it in high school and loved it, mm. but then thought I was going to be a federal agent and heard get that out. So I didn't. I didn't smoke agent weed. Agent John Gabers. I oh thought, my god, that sounds right too. <laughs> I thought I would be like you know like I was like I'll have to use my brains because I'm because I just wanted to be an action movie star. I had no idea at the time that like being in action movies would scratch the same itch or being in movies or like watching action movies or talking about them. So now uh, I fucking uh, quit smoking weed and then was like, freshman year of college was like, oh, I'm not going to be doing that. But then my roommates were very annoying when they were stoned. Uh, my actual, the five dudes I lived with and then the seven dudes I lived with junior and senior to year. To be young. So I was too young, exactly. And I was kind of like, okay, um, weed's not for me. I just want to be out of that circle. And then at 25, just at a bachelor party, a friend was like, you going to smoke weed, dude? Because uh, my buddy's a pothead. Shout out to Adam Pally. He would love to hear this. Oh, that my he, God. That he broke D me dude, in. Dude, Adam Pally once hosted a test episode for the late late show or whatever the show comes on at like yeah. fucking 1 30 in the morning yo that thing i don't think anyone ever saw it the but one with it was, schwartz when he goes yes. and gets a tattoo yeah in that's the right and the guest is i think howard stern's uh wife Beth. yeah yeah and dude 
that that episode was a real hit with me and my friends, man. We really fucking loved it. Oh, that's it. so and, and funny. Ever since, I've really been stoked on the idea of seeing Adam Pally have a late night show. That's so funny. He would fucking love to hear that. Dude. Because uh, we started together in New York doing comedy. I mean, he's obviously blown up, but... Mm. Uh, we were just uh, we were just hanging out the other wait what was I just uh, we were just hanging out the other night and like randomly someone else brought that up and it was just like I forgot how much I loved it I watched that because I was already a fan and a friend and I was so hyped yeah. on it and then it's so funny that someone who doesn't know like because that was like low key it was one night episode it was on it like one it was during the blizzard uh, in New York yes that's right and yeah. he kept saying like none of this crew wants to be here <laughs> yeah he's like they want to be home with yeah. their families my, and shit. My, my buddy Zeeshan shout out Zeeshan brought that to our attention and he was like you gotta fucking see this and we watched it it's on YouTube somewhere random and uh we were all like this is fucking hilarious oh, and that's it's so brilliant, great you know and the idea of like a, a late night show where that's like the vibe you know what i mean <laughs> i was like i'm i'm down i'm da- i would watch that four nights a week so adam pally i'm on board for you to fucking get a late night show i'll do whatever i can <laughs> to help make that happen uh yeah let's make that fucking shit ha- that's so fucking funny he's gonna love to hear that well so his bachelor party, I smoke right. weed out of an apple in a Las Vegas hotel, and for the and that's me smoking weed for the first time in like ten, uh, eight years or whatever. And I'm like, this is fucking fantastic. I smoke Holy weed the shit. whole weekend. Come back to my wife, my girlfriend knows me as a guy who doesn't smoke weed, and I'm like, I think I really like smoking I'm a weed. Different man yeah. now. I'm like, I tried it again, and I have like a different opinion. About- I never had a negative opinion about it. I just always didn't think it was for me because I like, took that. Does this mean you're going to stop going to church? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, does this mean uh, uh, you're still gonna, you're going to stop drinking? I'm like, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be combining the two for a while, uh, and. And then I was off, and that was from 25. That was, you know, 10 years ago. I remember buying my fucking $80 eighths delivery in Brooklyn illegally, you know? Oh, boys. Wait, so were you getting, like, uh, crazy exotic weed for 80 bucks an eighth or something? Or was it, were you just no, getting ripped it off? No, it was just, like, $80, and, you, and I think you had to buy two eighths because I lived in the outer borough. It was just, like, New York City delivery prices. Oh, it was, like, trying to get boy. Postmates, yeah. Dude, that... Yeah, man, I remember... Way back in the day in New York, I mean, way back, I'm, I'm talking like, I guess, 2003, four, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know, there was Cartoon Network, which a lot of people remember as the delivery service in New York that, you know, they had little uh, rectangular prismic jars, you know, like uh, yeah. of weed. And they would have a little label on it. They had both yeah. strains. Weed was good for Prime the time. Prime Brooklyn was uh, had the same. Uh, oh no shit! The same rectangular, yeah, a lucite like cube kind of things, mm-hmm. like I, that you would find like D and D dice in. Exactly. Yeah, I, yeah. Oh man, yeah. I definitely have revealed something about myself there too. I played D and D as a kid, dude. As well. Yeah, got I got fucking thing. like mason jars full of dice. <laughs> I fucking dude. That's yeah. awesome. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's clues all over. This <laughs> yeah, room. you'll see them when you see them. When you yeah. when you look at the bookshelf and it's exclusively like fantasy. Oh man, you have Xenocide. You have uh no 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 Children of the Mind. That's the really that's outside of trilogy. That's like non canonical fucking. I read Orson Ender's Scott Game Card. and really loved it, yeah. but then everyone told me about how, like how sketchy Orson. 
Jason Scott Card's like personal life was. Yeah, and I oh, pumped yeah. the brakes on reading the rest. He's crazy conservative, I think, or something. He's conservative and kind of like weirdly like I think it's a little m- racist, racist and homophobic and like p- pro eugenics or something. Wow, like, I think all it might the be stuff. Like, it might be like really bad. Yeah, <laughs> like, holy crap! Not sort of like oh, eighty-year-old Arizona resident bad. It's like wow. way worse. He's like yeah. a f- pure fascist. <laughs> yeah, he's fucked up. He's like a weird like racist racio fascist. We should say at this moment, this is part of the thing about this podcast. We are often wrong. <laughs> like just in case oh, I'm yeah. way off and I'm confusing him with someone. I, else. I don't know, man. I've heard that. This isn't yeah, the first yeah. time I'm hearing that. But right, I will say this: Ender's Game, fucking awesome. It's a great book. Fucking awesome! It's yeah, all dude, really good. And it's about video don't you games think so? In a way. Jub Jub. What was the dog's name again? <laughs> it is Jub Jub. It's By Jub the way, that's Jub, a right? great fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's Ewok for uh, happy. Right? Yeah, I think I saw that from uh, Aunt Selma's uh, oh, lizard. Yeah, yes. Jub Jub. Yeah, Jub Jub. Yeah. Um, Not consciously, but that's Arthur. Um, Arthur, that's right, buddy. Yo, so this guy's cool as shit. So again, as always, I asked you a question about. Uh, how you got started in weed, and then I ran. Oh over yeah, my- totally. So, so well, yeah. So basically, I smoked weed for the first time in uh, my parents' garage when I was fourteen, and it was like um, in that was in Massachusetts. So this is a place that now has legal cannabis, which is an interesting thought. But like. It, honestly, it was, it was pretty unremarkable. Like I, I, I've I've told the story a number of times, and I feel like it's, it was nothing special. The first time I got really high was at a Warp tour, uh, and that was in 1999. So I guess I was 15. So the first couple of times I smoked, uh, or maybe 98, I can't remember. But the, the mm-hmm. first couple of times I smoked, it really didn't like work, you know. And, right. and I, a lot of people say that. That third time it really worked. I got crazy lit. It's often because you're like not fully inhaling correctly. You have garbage weed. Like it's like a it's yeah. like a combination of several things. It's not like yeah. People seem to think you have like absolute immunity to that. And it's like no, it's not that. I feel like if you put a fucking yeah tarantula to someone who's never smoked weed at twenty, oh yeah, it'll do something. Yeah, yeah. I, but yeah, I guess I was like Elon Musking a little bit. You know, <laughs> is that what it's called now? To fucking, to, to like, yeah, you know, especially the face he made after it where he like takes a hit and then he doesn't inhale it, obviously spits it out and then like goes like, eh, doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, right. And you're that like, fuck you. <laughs> fucking nerd. That, that's like the proof that, no, I don't want to get on Elon Musk's <laughs> no, let's side. Get on it. That motherfucker has like that thing from Alien, you know, like a giant robot that you can control by standing in the middle of it. Oh, yeah. The, you know, I don't want to fuck with that. But at the same time... He has uh, the, like, the loader machine that Sigourney Weaver uses yeah, to kill the, the that's yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah. Oh, shit. But, I mean, the guy totally faked that hit, and then, you know, I mean, he's got to have that action named after him now. Right. You know that's what I'm really- saying? But but I yeah. love we I love learning new weed slang. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm right? a fan of learning new weed slang. It's so because it's so like uh, burgeoning, and there's not like really you know like I still only have like a couple of heavy stoner friends where it's like when we're together it's guaranteed where I you know I have some friends and I'm like I'll catch them we're going to a concert we're going to a haunted house they'll they'll blaze with me yeah but yeah. then I have some friends that I'm just like. Uh, you want to go to the movies, and that means let's meet twenty minutes before and get yeah. high. Yeah, it's it, like you know, like the the real to me the the interesting part, or maybe the slightly more interesting <laughs> part of, of of my my weed history was like 
I left that town that I first smoked weed in and went to a warp tour. I left that town then. That was like where my dad lived. I went to live back with my mom in New Jersey, right? And this was going into 10th grade. And I it's remember, a tough time to move. Yeah, It's a right? tough time to switch schools. Yeah, and I had already switched schools a bunch of times. It was, it was crazy, right? So I like... I went there and there was like I had gone to the middle school there for just a very short time previously. So I knew like one or two kids. And I was like, I remember the first thing being like I got there and I was like, where's the fucking weed at? You know what I mean? Like, who's the person I have to talk to to put fucking weed in my life? You from, know? Ha- from having tried it in Massachusetts yeah. being like, I don't know what's happening here in Jersey, but I, I think this is going to continue to be part of my life. Yeah, yeah, because I genuinely really like the experience. Alcohol, I've had a spotty set of experiences with. It's made me sick many times. I barely drink now. I don't not drink. Like, I'll take a sip of something with whatever dinner, but I may drink half, like, half a beer, just the neck part, right? <laughs> and, like, the rest of it just sits there. But, like... um, you know, I, I effectively don't really drink. I drink way less, and it's really yeah. helped. It's really helped my uh, digestive issues and, oh, my, yeah. and weight, and like knocking off calories. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like weed has really helped me in that department. Like, and that is part of what I became like an acolyte of is that like I think you can have weed as like your only vice and and kind of live a yeah. smooth life yeah exactly. like, yeah like because it's easy to wield correctly where i'm like i know i'm not gonna get high before i have to go shoot something yeah. i know i'm not gonna get high before i have to get if i get these five things done and then i for the rest of the day it's writing podcasting or fucking something stupid yeah, yeah. then i can fucking know i can burn one off and yeah, just go, yeah exactly i mean like at at the time it was a definitely a priority for me you know <laughs> right, what i mean yeah and, i've been through that phase yeah, too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and i met you know these kids uh in that school who were like you know uh the the main dude is this guy jay uh who you know i haven't uh, spoken to in a long time <laughs> but he, he was he was like you know uh, a guy I smoked a lot of weed with for sure back then. And and that was like, we got into all sorts of trouble and there was all kinds of shenanigans. And a lot of what happened in that period became the stories that I told in the Weedicket column, which was on Vice. It was my first, that was the first thing. I, I was working at Vice doing music shit, music journalism for uh, Creators Project and for Noisy. It, th- that's a crazy thing. That was a phase of my career where like I got to interview like, DJ Shadow, Flying Lotus, LP, Kid oh, Koala, awesome. all these like artists that I was like really, you know, like were like my favorite fucking artists. And it was like a really interesting stage in my career before I started doing weed shit. But then once I started doing weed shit, I was doing the Sunday column Weed Again on Vice, on Vice.com. And it was all like stories from my life that are just like funny and like, but whatever. Like I was like reading David Sedaris a lot back yeah, then. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like ripping off that style in some cheap way <laughs> in some shitty like copy of that. But like, you know, it, it was all just stories from my life. And like that whole period of high school of like we used to run from the cops all the time. All we were doing was smoking weed and fucking around and not even like Petty vandalism, maybe here and there, but not that was not a central activity. Right. We just wanted to get high and drink and and, and just hang out. And we got chased around with because there's boards. no place to do it, so you got to do it like in your car or at at a 
outside the school or in like this the golf weird course, sub, yeah. the park. If we jump the... this fence, the cops almost never come. Yeah, yeah. up by the water tower. Yeah, what we had you? we had twin we had Twin Lakes, Martin Ave, Newbridge. Like these were all the yeah, spots. Shout out Mount Tabor, New Jersey, <laughs> where all of our spots were essentially. <laughs> But yeah, that was like uh and so and like you were writing stories well, about you were writing stories about getting into shenanigans. Yeah, yeah, getting into trouble, you know. Um and then yeah. how is weed how much is weed a part of your life now as like what's your Yeah. Like uh, it's definitely I mean, you know, it's a big part of it in terms of I smoke weed every day, you know. Yeah. Um unless I'm traveling uh somewhere where I can't uh I'm puffing. So like yeah, I mean, in that sense, that's fundamentally how it's a part of my life. In terms of, like, the amount of my content that, like, still revolves around it, for sure. Like, you know, the the stuff, there's, like, shows and stuff I'm pitching or making or, you know, uh, gonna be making that are definitely weed-related. It's still a big issue for me uh, that I want people to have an understanding of cannabis beyond what legalization says it is. Because, like, legalization has turned into this weird you know, uh, very, like, suffocating thing for, I think, what the cannabis industry really should be. So, you know, I I wish people would, uh, you know, sort of just be more aware of the nature of that. And I think, you know, I want my content to speak to that. Yeah, well, I think you're right. I think, like, people are missing out. Like mm. people are missing out because of any some preconceived notion or some slight hesitancy yeah. that if you can knock a few of those barriers down for people and like have them introduce yeah. cannabis into their life, uh, like you're welcome. Like that's like the gift that you want to get. Like, that's yeah, awesome. yeah, exactly. You know, and like that to me, there's been a lot of failures on television of shows that don't properly. I mean, in my view, don't don't properly represent cannabis. Um, but you know, for example, like, you know, um, so I've worked on high maintenance yes, high bit, maintenance as an actor is- and a, a writer, my, my friends, uh, the Jakey clowns make that show. It's, it's like, you know, in my mind, that's like a, an example of a show, you know, that yeah. represents cannabis really perfectly. You I know? love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. I, that show I think is like such and I like try to tell I sell everyone on it and it's great and yeah, I'm like same. and it's like it's not it's not weed humor don't worry about it because yeah. I know that's like a turn off to a lot of people and I agree yeah I don't even like weed humor it's these really <laughs> emotional stories you know like and they call it like sad com you know it's like right. sad comedy and it, it really like you know uh in this really short amount of time you you go deep with this character and you know what i mean like see yeah, what I love you it. really the get antho- into their the shoes the anthological part of it is so is so fun and then also yeah. like um just how it's like these are the types of people it's like cheesy but it's like these are the types of people that are using cannabis and they're oh, all totally. ty- all types of people yeah and, and they're, they're and very real yeah, yeah yeah those guys have a way of just like you know being able to do that shit um yeah they just like fucking speak right to it yeah. Uh, are you are you a uh, are you a wake and bake guy? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I. I. Well, that's what. So, I, that's my treat. I don't. That's something I don't allow myself every day. Oh yeah. So, I like. I like because I'm. I'm. I'm good at. I'm not very. I'm not very productive. Uh, period. Without weed, adding weed, I'm slightly less productive. So weed is like I do use it as a reward with myself. It's my carrot. Yeah. 
where I'm like, let me get up, memorize this audition, hit that audition, hit the gym. And then from that gives me at like three o'clock, come home, do a little bit of something. And then you're fucking coasting. Yeah. Know? So I, I'm sort of like a back half of the, but then every like a Saturday or a Sunday is like a treat day where I'm like, my wife's like, it's nine in the morning. And I'm like standing on the porch with a fucking blunt in my mouth. I'm like, I know. And I can't wait to order breakfast burritos. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, basically in the, I'll tell you exactly my morning routine. If you care to hear it. I, I 100% want to. All right. So, no, I wake up generally around 8-ish, 8.30, uh, depending on a, if it's been a late night. Adult time for a adult jobless time. person. To wait. And a, a day jobless person. To very important to note, however, that is 11.30 on the East Coast, where I lived for the last 20 years. So, <laughs> oh, okay. technically, on my internal <laughs> clock, I'm in a perfect situation. I'm waking up nice and early, but, you know... Uh, technically, I'm waking up late, according to <laughs> Your me clock. for the last 20 years. <laughs> so uh, then I'll get out of bed, right? Smart. Yeah. That's a good first move. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, I'm, what I'm trying not to do is pick up my phone and look at Instagram right away. Because, like, that's honestly, that I started doing that at some point. I caught myself pretty quick. But Instagram is an addictive thing. Instagram that you have and to Twitter watch and Twitter for me too. Yeah, because I like to just like I love the constant input of new information. You got that screen time shit right? The thing that measures your screen oh, time. Oh, dude! I, uh. I also I also recommend this. I got an alarm clock, mm. and now my phone can just charge in another room where I'll hear it if it rings. Oh, but I don't have to because because I use that as an alarm and as a flashlight to find my bed when my wife's asleep. <laughs> I bring it right into the nightstand, which means I look at it right before I go to bed and often look at it right, right. when I wake up, and that stresses me out that it's the last thing and the first thing. And I'm sleeping next to my wife, right? Like, yeah, the, quote unquote the one, and I'm looking at my phone before and after bed. Like, yeah, that's like not right. Yeah, but anyhow, back to my morning routine. Yes, yes. <laughs> so. You're out of bed. Yeah, I'm out of bed, right? I'll uh, stand on the yoga mat, right? That's like a few feet in front of the foot of my bed. And I'll do like five minutes of, of yoga, right? Which is not something I started doing until I just really fucking had to. Otherwise, I'd have headaches all day. You know what I mean? Like, because <laughs> I'm, I'm old now. <laughs> I spend about five minutes a day completely like bent over in a back bend right like, stretch and i truly need it for my like back to make yeah. it through a day. it's not some like oh yeah you have like yeah oh you're just like pooping around no like that's super necessary so I, I'll, I, feel I'll do you that. On that. I feel you on that i'll do this like shoulder exercise that again i have to do to like prevent headaches basically and then i'll roll a fatty like OG joint, right? And maybe I'll mix it with sativa, like maybe half and half, but either all OG or some OG and some sativa, but never like a whole, you're a whole sativa in a joint. It just doesn't taste as good to me. Like it's got to like, I just like the sort of baseline OG thing, right? So I roll that. Now I have this blender, right? That I got from Target and I felt very proud because I price matched it on the phone in my store 
and got, and got the, the thing discount? for $20. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. And I thought I was a genius, but the you thing were. is worth about $20 fucking dollars. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. Oh, okay. And it barely can blend. Target wins wow. again. I hope it's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> it's kind of awkward. You go home go and back. it's hanging by its own cord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so basically. Written in pina colada is fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> right. So into that thing, I put a banana, a half a pear, usually, Ooh. right? Maybe like two strawberries if they're there, like a date or two if they're there. Uh, a teaspoon, a heaping teaspoon of hemp powder, right? Because I'm such a weed guy. Dude, I got no, to drink yeah, it, Yeah, I got to even drink it. I stick it in my dick hole. I fucking <laughs> to do it all. I wake up, I inhale through my penis. <laughs> uh. But yeah, no, but because genuinely, but this is a thing though, I mean... You know what? I'm sitting here making jokes about it, but um, I kind of do, do believe it. Look, cannabis is one of the earliest cultivated crops. Literally, it's been used as like a, a nutritional substance by ancient peoples, by our ancestors uh, in Central Asia and shit. That's kind of real. Not to fucking totally dork out about no, uh, that. This is but, this is the place to do that. Yeah, you know, but but the, 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 that, that shit's very real. So hemp powder goes in there. Then... Uh, this I sounds in, fucking awesome, by the way. Dude, yeah, it's so I'm I'm gonna put a lot of nice stuff in. I'll put some almond, coconut milk, and some other shits, and a spoon of peanut butter, and then I stick like so it all sounds real nice. And then I stick like spinach or kale in it, and it makes it taste like gray liquid, like weird. <laughs> but then, but it gets it gets some greens in as well. Yeah, but it gets it in there, and then I will sit down and. Man, you know, over the years, I they would do this kind of thing and watch, like, The Daily Show, John Stewart back in the day, or watch, like, you know, whatever, some shit on TV, but I feel like there's nothing to watch now. There's nothing there used from to be last something night. that was a, a daily, like, thing where you were like, this yeah. was on last night, I'm watching it today. Yeah. yeah. Like, the same, yeah. And The Daily Show is a good example, or some of the late night talk shows yeah. that people got uh, into. Deezus and Marrow, rest in peace. Uh, well, they'll be back strong. The brand yeah. is strong. Oh, yeah, the show are rest in peace, not the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, breaking yeah. news. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't believe you come to High and Mighty for the breaking news. I don't even know yeah, when this episode's know, coming right? out, but it's we like... just got it. Uh, yeah, I love those dudes. I met those dudes doing MTV2 shit, and I just oh, fell, yeah, in, right, I of fell in love. And I was like the stoner from Guy Code, just yeah, before yeah. Lo Duval has fucking become a huge weed head. So I was like, uh, when I met decent, uh, when I met those guys, I was like, yo, I want to smoke a blunt with you guys so bad. And then uh, just like a year ago, they were all at Clusterfest together, and I, I like tweeted at them. I'm like, yo, I know you're busy and shit, but... I'd love to smoke another blunt with you guys. And they were like, come to our fitting. I went to their dressing room like right after their show and like smoked the blunt. Their manager's like, who's this guy? And they were like, white guy from this like old show. That's great, man. Yeah, I was I was on a guest on their show oh, early on. That's so awesome. Promoting Bong Appetit, same network shit. But uh, yeah, this, as a show is really good. I, I really hope the, the new iteration is, is dope. Oh, I'm sure. I trust those guys. Yeah, They're yeah, so yeah. fucking good. Um, all right, so then you you make your smoothie settle uh, settle yeah, in. Yeah, so then I'm I'm you know are you a vegetarian? No, I'm not actually, but I am eating less meat now, kind of yeah. consciously, you know. 
Uh, because I think I realized that it like dairy, for example, makes me feel bad. Oh my god! As I'm saying this shit, I'm like, oh okay, you're turning into exactly the stereotypical <laughs> fucking douche nozzle. No, but that goes to California and is like, I don't eat blah blah blah. Like, no, I think it's like a, a mid thirties thing too. Yeah, I it's think sort so. of like a mid thirties. You start to know what your body like does better with. Like my wife doesn't eat red meat or pork anymore, yeah. and it's just she feels much better now that she does that. I eat, uh, I eat way less gluten, and I feel so much better mm-hmm. since doing that i drink less beer and i feel so much better since doing that yeah. Dude, right when you said mid-30s thing and it took me on that journey i felt like this impending doom was suddenly for the i've never felt it before in my life <laughs> and i suddenly felt it now of like i'm in my mid-30s <laughs> yeah but mid-30s is fucking different in la <laughs> Yeah, no, right, seriously. Yeah, you just yeah. when you see a fucking sixty-five-year-old man running in a triathlon, yeah, and, wearing you know, like a thong or whatever, right? Yeah. yeah, and you're just like when you see like jacked old gay dudes, you're just like, there's fucking hope in Los Angeles. Yeah, you know, yeah. or then like, and it's because. You drink a fucking pear, uh, stereotypical stoner fucking... And it is because you smoke weed instead of drink alcohol. And yeah. it is because you hike outdoors and, and get do time yoga. Yeah, and yeah. do yoga and shit. Oh, man. That is why you get to be a, a 70-year-old uh, action star. <laughs> yeah, right? No, it's it, it's it's true, I mean, man. money fucking helps, too, obviously. Yeah. Yo, can I take a quick pee break? Yeah, sure. Guess what I did this morning after I got out of the shower? Held my hair in my hand and checked my hairline and checked how thin I was going and, you know, moved it all around and got got a little stressed because a lot of my friends are going bald. I'm in my mid to late 30s, uh, or as I like to say, my super late 20s. But two thirds of all dudes lose their hair by 35. And if you start to uh, notice that you're missing hair or you're losing hair, it's too late. You got to go preventative. So be be wary. You, you know it. You don't want to go full LeBron, and we can't all afford the hairline treatment where they s- spray you down to your eyebrows with a forehead so small. You, it's called the two-head. Guys, science has made baldness optional. Of course, you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about hymns, forhims.com. They will connect you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions. No snake oil pills, no weird gas station stuff, no foreign, you know, no driving to Tijuana and uh, buying some bootleg stuff. No. No waiting room, no doctor visits. You save time. You don't have to, there's, you know, it's a little ease on the embarrassment level of it all. So just go to forhims.com slash mighty, answer a few quick questions, and then the doctor will review and can prescribe you. Products are shipped directly to your door. So my listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 right now while supplies last. Go to website, see website for full details. This would course cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. So go to forhims.com slash mighty. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash mighty. Forhims.com slash mighty. We're talking Bombfell. Bombfell is an easier way for men to get clothes. Just a simple questionnaire and you are matched one-to-one with a dedicated personal stylist. You never get charged above retail price. They have free shipping and returns, convenient home try-on, all the stuff. Look, I hate shopping. I hate going shopping. I hate going 
to store. I hate trying on clothes and especially hate it like when I'm not in my own home and I can't do it comfortably and I got to do it in like a, oh, of course, the 40 waist doesn't fit in these pants. Oh, the shirt is actually the XXLs run smaller. It's brutal. I do not want to do it anymore. So you can get fully personalized clothes handpicked for you by your stylist, email you their selections. You uh, have 48 hours to make any changes uh, or cancel. You're in total control. Then you receive the clothes. You have seven days to say what you want to keep and keep more, get more. If you keep four items, you get 20% off. Keep three items, 15, two items, 10. And it's completely flexible. You receive clothes when you want and pause and cancel at any time. How much better is that than shopping? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So go to bombfell.com slash mighty. Um, Look, we talked to Bombfell to get $25 off your first purchase. So go to bombfell.com slash mighty for $20 off your first purchase. That's bombfell.com slash mighty. Bombfell, open and clothes. Ooh, that's a fun one to say. Um, I'm so pumped to get my. I, I did my selection. I'm just waiting to get my box of clothes. I can't wait to try it on at the next Bombfell ad. I'll let you guys know how it all goes. I'm super excited, and I don't even have to go to the store and tell people what sizes I'm looking for and ask strangers for help. Bombfell.com/slash/mighty. So we're back from a bathroom break, and uh, you noticed yeah, that. Yeah, that like, smoothie makes me have to pee every 45 minutes. My, so. my diet of consi- of needing to drink, and I think partially mm. from being a stoner and being a stoner who is Dude. trying not to snack, So I drink like three gallons of water a day. So this is not t- discussed enough, but this place, Los Angeles, is the driest fucking place in America, and it is like the weed capital of the country. So if you're here and you know, like you're a weed person, you're smoking weed all the time, and you know, like it's dry as shit. You will fall the fuck out. If my, my lips are getting dry just saying this sentence right now because I stopped <laughs> sipping my LaCroix for like ten fucking seconds. You gotta keep the lips wet. <laughs> you gotta keep the lips wet or they'll crack and it's gonna be a painful thing. You don't want it. And this place is it's a desert it's a freaking desert so you gotta fucking hydrate you gotta stay <laughs> hydrated out here dude yeah you gotta fucking yeah. <laughs> um uh do you drink coffee i do not drink coffee actually uh it's uh it's all i like the taste of it it's just always been a little bit too strong for me in terms of the caffeine uh, i'm kind of sensitive to stimulants like even like other like whatever recreational stimulants don't really agree with me very much so you know like uh you know i i used to drink chai and i would make chai from like you know grind up all this shit and make chai like every day you know what i mean with ginger and cardamom the whole thing and i'd use like uh the secret is carnation dehydrated milk Uh, yeah not sweetened and condensed milk like you get at the you know mexican store or whatever right dehydrated milk if you make a cup of tea and you put that dehydrated milk in it, it will be like fucking creamy and awesome. Oh, and shit. use honey instead of sugar, but for, ch- for to make a glass of chai, yeah, that sounds awesome. It's 
yeah, that's how you got to do it. And then you got to grind fresh cardamom and you got to have fresh ginger and all that shit. Don't get the tea bags that have that stuff pre, like, in there or whatever. And then another little secret, black pepper. That's no secret at all. It's like a thing that goes in there. Put a little black pepper in there. Oh, that but sounds yeah, fucking awesome. It's really good. But uh, I stopped drinking chai. I used to make that shit every day. But and, even that um, caffeine's got to you. Yeah, well, I... I started, so I, I got headaches forever, you know what I mean? Like, I've always had headaches since I was a kid. So, like, you know, uh, it was an attempt to, like, be like, all right, we're figuring this out. You know, in New York, you live there and you live this, like, fucking brutal, like, trench life, you know what I mean? Oh, hell yeah. And you you just don't have the time or the wherewithal or the, you know, like, whatever to really think. Take, take care a step yourself. back and take care of yourself. Well, At least also, if I you didn't. go like, if you go like, I have headaches all the time. Like five of your friends are like, yeah, no shit, man. Yeah, there's fucking like, trains. Like, there's we, fucking yeah, my exactly. neighbors are yelling all the time. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, and it's dude. like ten, like all like forty percent of your friends have migraines oh, in New York. Yeah, yeah. seriously, it's, it's like a, a stressful very, city to live in. Very stressful city to live in. It's so bougie and coastal elite for me and my, but me and my wife always say like, yo, New York in your twenties and L.A. in your thirties. Yeah, it's like you want to start going to grocery stores and farmers markets and and hiking outside and mm-hmm. sitting in your yard or uh, being outside with your dog or your ch- children driving a car yeah. rather than carrying a stroller up and down a fucking subway staircase Thanks. like power to New York moms that shit seems brutal but I feel like yeah. as you get older but it's unnecessary yeah it's, <laughs> it's, as you get older you're like hey uh, and like I know LA traffic sucks but it's no different than having to wait for like two F's in a row. Yeah. Like, or like two, like trying to take the L train in a, at, a, at rush hour is like just as awful. Yes, maybe you, yeah. it's cooler because you can like read the whole time. Yeah. That's like man. the fun. That's the thing. Welcome to like smoking weed and moving to LA for me was like uh, reading is out the window. But. I never have a time where I'm like on a train. So now I have to That's dedicate true. reading time. But I can read graphic novels. You don't do audiobooks? I do a lot of audiobooks. Yeah, too. I, I do a lot of audiobooks. I mean, I read more, I listen to more books than I ever read. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like. I was I it's was a always medium, kind of a, it's a bad medium reader, honestly. For, yeah. yeah, I was a very good reader, but then coming in New York, I was like crushing books and coming here. But now I, I can read fantasy, and when I'm high, like so, I'll just yeah. like fucking open up. I have like you know that's my favorite genre, so I could just be stoned reading yeah. all day. Yeah, I fucking. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm a bad reader, but I'm a fucking champion TV watcher. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so good too. Yeah, I uh, watch a lot of fucking TV. Oh yeah, do you have like what's the what's the like weirdest or most off-brand show that's like you you're obsessed with oh wow interesting question um if if you told the like if people found out about you people be like really you watch like you love like you know i have have like some like fucking macho meathead friends who fucking love you know the bachelor or whatever yeah Yeah, sure yeah well uh you know i have that, that interesting question man like i would say Mozart in the Jungle is one that I really enjoyed, but would be on the verge of kind of irritating me all the time. But I still would enjoy it. And right. That's also, like, that's one that people are like, I don't know anyone who's watched Mozart in the Jungle. Yeah, like, yeah I don't yeah. personally, and I watch, and I know no a lot has. of my friends watch a lot of TV. Yeah, and you're the first person I've ever heard mention Mozart in the yeah. Jungle, not just like referencing a billboard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's, it's totally. It's an Amazon I, I series. It. From I'm fucking, behind on it, but um, that's cool as hell. Another one. That just jumped to mind where it's like, oh, like weird shit. There was one called uh, on Netflix. It was like random Japanese shit. Like, 
on Netflix called uh, Midnight Diner Tokyo Stories or Tokyo Diner Midnight Stories. One or the other, but it's just like it's an anthology show. It's weirdly actually like high maintenance, except that the the it takes the, place at Tokyo Diners. Yeah, it, it it the center point is this one particular diner where, and it's about all the patrons of this diner. And in each episode, they order a dish from him that has something to do with their own personal story, and it's all kinds of different stuff. There's one about a, a trans woman. Uh, you know, which I thought was pretty interesting to see it, it in the Japanese context. Uh, and there's ones about love, and there's ones about oh, cool. you know betrayal and whatever, check like out, harsh Japanese parents, all kinds of crazy. Check shit. out Tony, Tony, Tony. Check out Tokyo Tony, Diner Midnight Story, Story Midnight Tokyo. No, you got it totally diner. wrong. It's called Tony Orlando's <laughs> a Midnight Tie a yellow Special ribbon around the old oak tree. So go watch Tony Orlando's Midnight Special. <laughs> uh, it's on Netflix. <laughs> Um, and, uh, are you, are you smoking weed all day? Do you, do you exercise? Do you do? Yes. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing for me. I don't ever smoke weed at like 11 in the morning and then never smoke weed again the rest of the day. So for me, it's whenever I start is like, I'm doing it until I go to sleep. So like, but but you want to talk about exercise though. Yeah. Yeah. Do you you exercise? Uh, you know, my whole life, John. I've not been a fan of exercise, <laughs> uh, but but you know what's funny? I'm a skinny guy, right? Right. But if you're a skinny guy, you get. I've always had the exact same body type. I'm literally an elongated version of my seven year old self. <laughs> I've never fucking changed. And as Harry too, just as fucking Harry because I'm Pakistani, and we get Harry at like seven. That is so cute. Oh, I'm man, picturing it's a, a short nightmare. version of you with that same beard. And that's I very was, cute, dude. I was made fun of for having hairy legs because I lived in Thailand. My oh, Pakistani yes. parents were like, let's raise this kid in Thailand among these seals. They're like, <laughs> They're they like make me. you look like a fucking Sasquatch, <laughs> yeah. bro. I have some, I've, I, I have, a su- I have like a sumo guy's body, like not to stereotype, yeah, but like, cause yeah. it's big, I'm broad. Oh, that's Japan. You I'm hairless. Racist. <laughs> oh, I just know Asian people are traditionally hairless, not yeah, just yeah, yeah. Thai they're very, they, yeah. yeah, no, 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 yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm just playing. But uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I know there's no Thai. Thai is Muay Thai. That, I, yeah, know, where, yeah, I know where yeah. every martial art comes from. And that's what are. makes me woke <laughs> because I watch so many action movies that I'm like, oh, you mean Pancrate, which is from Greece. You know, like the fact that I, that's how I know cultures is via their martial arts yeah no and that's actually a pretty cool way to keep track of shit i gotta (laughs) say that's like the most badass way to keep track of asians is by their martial arts and it's not it's not weirdly racist at all no how else are you gonna keep i have look i have had to keep track of white people after you know growing up in another country it's objectively something you gotta do but um football teams that's the way to do it so uh what was I saying about Thailand? Man. Oh, so you were hairy, uh, oh, so much yes. hairier than those other I kids. I was a hairy kid, and, uh, and well, I, oh yeah, so I exercised, right. <laughs> wow. Holy crap. I had to take a, like a real journey back yeah. there. Uh, but yeah, so. Not to get you thinking about mortality, but like as you get older, have you had to add exercise? Yeah, dude, to, yeah. now I got to do it. The, the thing that I still am fucking terrible about it, man, it's the thing I got like to. I'll like run and like I'll do it three times like with you know in a week and a half and then I'll just not do it for fucking ever and I have uh, 
like a membership to the climbing gym. You know, and there's a bunch of them around, and I am climbing with some buddies, or there are a bunch of photographer dudes who I uh, like worked with a couple of them on on Bong Appetit. And, uh, you know, they're into it. So I've been doing it with them and it's really fun. It's like, you know, it's, it's like, uh, uh, it's, it's encouraging to like have people around and be like, yeah, you know, like, cool, like get into this thing. And yeah, you know, it's like, a good exercise it. for, yeah. uh, for someone who starts out skinny. Oh then yeah. You can, like, you can do like it. You can monkey. kind of yeah. do it a little bit and then you just get stronger and stronger and yeah, stronger. Bro, yeah, bro. I am built like a fucking lemur, right? <laughs> you have long limbs? Yeah, I have long limbs and I'm skinny and like but as I as I get older, it's like, you know that thing where like I feel like all my organs are sliding down <laughs> and like, you know what I mean, starting to give me like I wear long t-shirts, right? <laughs> and now because in a combination of bad posture, my organs sliding down and not exercising. My, when my I organs walk around, dropped. Yeah, <laughs> Doc, like my organs are dropping. Right? In this long t-shirt now, like my belly sticks out a little bit and yeah. I'm I'm conscious about it because I'm looking at tape that people are filming for me sitting down of me standing there doing stand-up and from that angle it looks really bad and i was like i'm a skinny guy what the <laughs> hell i i never thought i'd have to worry about this kind of oh, shit. shit yeah but by the way there's a part of me that's just been fat since i was 12 just going good i hope yeah <laughs> welcome to the fucking you had it so this easy <laughs> yeah 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 no t- totally I, I mean i think uh i fucking deserve it <laughs> for, for well, having it's been just skinny. also some, it's it's one of those things too that i and i talk about this way too much on this podcast but it is new to me that i didn't realize how much it did for my mental health just doing physical activity like going for a long walk or now i've been running recently it's like just something i didn't realize how much it did for me mentally confidence wise and feeling a little better being 10 pounds light like i had no idea i know people always used to say like oh if i don't exercise for like a week my head's not right and i'd be like i don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about and it's like this is so annoying to hear and then i just in the last year like became that guy who i'm like i do feel better when i'm like exercising emotionally what's your exercise what do you do i now i've been running a lot but normally i just lift weights but even that just makes me feel good see both those things are so boring to me that like running i know i should do it i know i should just like go to the park and run once a week once a fucking week if i did that i would feel better all the fucking time man that this is a thing though you know to, to, to take a wider lens on this you know, I've continued throughout my life with this struggle of like being unable to like okay, I started flossing regularly when I was like 27 or 8, right? Because yeah. I had had a lot of cavities and they were like you just just do it. And I started I still haven't. I'm 36. Yeah? yeah. So I I I do it pretty Oh, actually I have a really stupid tattoo actually. Oh, that's I really have. funny. But this I got Let the record show he has the word floss backwards on his chest. Yeah, so and, and when you look in the mirror. Image. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it reminds me to floss, right? So <laughs> So so like you know, that I was able to instill that habit. I've tried so hard to instill others, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what? The smoothie thing that that's a good habit yeah that's a good habit because i used to wake up in thailand when i was a kid at 4 30 in the morning to go to school i was unable to eat breakfast at that hour my right. whole life i could not fucking eat breakfast and now i have a smoothie and a joint every morning and it's like fuck i feel a lot better right even just like eating health because that's like the same thing i say to anyone who's trying to eat healthier i'm like just pick a healthy breakfast and make it every single day 
and you can live with because it takes away decisions in the morning and it just makes it like one third of your meals for the whole week are healthy. So it's like just doing something small like that. And that's a good habit to have is like, you know, like if you have that every morning, you're not you're not ever having cereal once or sausage, egg and cheese once. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Like it's just a smart move. Um, and then that's the kind of shit that you realize as you get older. You're like uh, a day where I don't have my smoothie is like when a day. Yeah, it's not you're going to be a- like, fuck, where's my fucking smoothie? That's my <laughs> that's my fear of like smoking a joint every because I would I would love to just like. Because I love weed and uh, iced coffee together so oh, fucking yeah. much, man. So much. The Seattle speedball, so the poor man speedball, the sativa speedball, whatever people. The Seattle speedball. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've heard that before. I fucking yeah. love it so much. And like, so often I at like four ish p.m. I have a yeah. joint and uh, oh, a, a large yeah, iced coffee dude. and kind of work for the next three hours till my wife gets home. Like, but that's more work I could do while I'm high, like writing and fucking sending emails and Mm -hmm. and recording ads for this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It's interesting, man. I don't know if you find this too, because you go to a lot of weed stuff as well. Right. Yeah. But it's like, you know, a lot of, I hang out with people who consume a lot of weed who do dabs and stuff. So like, I don't really do dabs at home anymore because dabs, have become my going out thing because i need something to do when i go out because if i start doing dabs at home like i have nothing to go out like you know like and and like get fucked up on you know what i mean like in a sense it's like i smoke flowers at home like generally and you know i also enjoy that process more i keep my tolerance like pretty low you know i don't uh, i don't dab either i i vape for convenience sometimes yeah like at movie theaters or like uh, you know fly with yeah. it or whatever but um i'm all flower and pretty much uh mostly joints but yeah. like all flower yeah i just like joints I, all day yeah. the reason i started smoking weed was because i liked the switch to something more natural than like and it was so unprocessed and then i'm like just buy organic raw paper and i feel so good about it and then mm. it's like then when I get a vape pen, I'm like, what is this exactly? And yeah. like, it just doesn't feel the same as like, this is a plant that I'm putting in something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and you know what the thing is? Another thing is I don't, like pre-rolls in general, like these are pretty good actually. But I, in general, to me, the problem with pre-rolls is the reason they, they canoe, right? The, the, the reason they canoe is because their freshly rolled weed is like not totally dry. It's still like a little bit wet. You know right, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it like burns as a nice fucking long slow burn in a joint. But pre roll very often if it gets dry, if it's not vacuum sealed correctly, you're fucked. Right. And I, I, you, you can tell when you get like a box of uh, sort of dry pre rolls, and you're like, fuck, yeah, they burn a little harsher or whatever. Yeah. Um, I like to st- I stuff these palm leaf blunts with whatever uh, f- flower I'm buying. Like for example, but some yeah, those look good. I'm a little less discerning. Like, s- like we got all that Wonder Brett stuff from the cannabis. Oh supper yeah, club. shout out Brett. He he's a homie. Yeah, he's and he's got some good shit. And I just like gr- ground it all together and rolled some joints. Like we call them salad salad blunts. Yeah, where fuck it's just yeah. like I just was like it's so much oh, good yeah. stuff, but it was only like a gram of each. So oh, I just yeah. like. I- that dude that's so funny you mentioned that because i just smoked the last that was still sitting on our coffee table the little tiny jars from that weed dinner yeah yeah they're they're so good and i was like this is such a dick move this is like so many good different strains good it was it's fucking bomb it's great yeah Yeah. uh it's a nice salad it's all quality shit being you know you just it's like is it sativa or 
it's it's a hybrid. <laughs> it's a yeah. mix of literally everything. Dude. Um, well, yeah. What do you have? Like, because you mentioned you always uh, roll it with OG. Is that because you enjoy the flavor of the OG family so much, or is it because yeah. the uh, effects of OG well, you enjoy a lot? Man, you know what I always say. Or it's habit. Uh, yeah. Well, I I always say you follow your nose. You know, I, I, as a, as a weed consumer, this is why with the whole thing with recreational cannabis in California being pre-packaged and you can't smell or touch the weed. That's the thing is you gotta. If you're gonna find the right weed for yourself, you gotta smell it. You gotta look at it. You gotta be like, oh, does that speak to me? You gotta look at it. You know what I'm saying? Look at a fat nug of it and be like, is that gonna be good for me? Your body will tell you if you want it or not. If you want to consume it, you're like, oh god, that smells so good, I want it. If you're like, eh, I can take or leave it. You know what I mean? Like you follow your nose. There's a lot of bullshit names and strains and all this different stuff, but in the end, there's a number of chemical compounds that make up the stuff in this fibrous plant that, you know, it's going to speak to you. Uh, you know, it's, we're talking terps at this. We're talking terps. Yeah. We're talking terps and and, and cannabinoids or, you know, whatever you might want to say. Right. Generally we're talking terps when you're saying, uh, follow your nose and smell, smell what's in there because that's why it's producing those smells. It's telling you what it's going to do for you. Right. You know what I mean? So, I do that, and to me, you know, smoking, like, gassy weed has always been a thing. In New York, sour diesel, you know? Yeah. Man, like, when I look back on how many, like, how much harder it was to just maintain a good personal supply of weed in New York, I mean, yeah, I always had weed, but it was kind of a struggle at times this is a i mean i can't tell if the game change in legalization and uh my financial situation occurred at the same time where i got like adult money at the same time as as weed was like as i moved to california and got my medicinal card and i was like i don't think i could live not like this anymore yeah, I, don't think I, I, I don't think I can live being like, oh, I hope someone can drop off a six pack of beer uh, this weekend because I didn't realize oh, that I only you. had one left last week, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, because it used to be such a problem when you uh, needed weed in New York where you'd be like, even if you had money and it, it, you would still be like, all right, so I need $160 cash, which is not. Uh, easy thing to come by in in uh, when you're using debit cards all the time and then you're like and i need to be free for like two to three hours because you never know how long they're gonna take and like that shit never lines up if you're like a freelance kid yeah and, and then also having the money and then the foresight to be like oh it's it's gonna be friday night eventually yeah <laughs> yes, it's right? wednesday afternoon i'm free and then you're like oh i didn't even get weed on a friday night now i gotta do a friday night without weed it's like oh boy i can never go back yeah. from where it you is know, now. old habits I can never go back from having the mega drawer. Oh, you yeah, know? that's yeah. a nice drawer. I mean, like, old habits die hard. I still, like, when I'm getting in my car to go somewhere for a little bit or going, I'm always, like, make sure I got the fucking weed. Like, it's, like to me, it's, like, one of the most important things it's in like my pocket. It's, like, wallet, keys, cell phone, weed. Yeah, and you're, yeah. like, and you're like, don't make sure you have the weed because back in the day, if you went out and you, like, didn't have your weed... It was gonna be a pain in the ass to get weed, you know. Right, yeah. But now it's like I don't even think about. It. I was like going uh, to Malibu the other day, and was like, "Oh, he got my weed, got my fucking weed." And in my head, I was like, "If I forgot my weed, I would just stop at a fucking store at one of fifty stores on the way and just yes. buy some." You know, right. it's like that's that's pretty great. I mean, it's like I'm the glad same, we're yeah. there. But I mean, again, 
There's definitely issues with I hate the new packaging stuff. Like I was yeah. going to talk to you about this. It's funny that you mentioned that. I never even connected that. Like you can't smell it. You can't like feel it. You can't in your interact hands. with it. You know. I bought pre rolls and I can't even figure out how to get them out. Get out of here. Let me see that. No, no. These are a little okay. more complicated than I want them to be. And then you literally haven't been able to get this open? No, I just bought it today, though. I was trying it while... Yeah, uh, dude, this is insane. Right. Why? Oh, so my God. So I have no God, idea how old is... the joints inside can even be. Dude, no, thank you. This is absolutely... It, it, this One is, this time like I, some... got a, I got a case like that because Vegas was the first place I saw these kinds of cases. It literally has a, a, on the diagram for how to open it, which is like... It's like Watchmen. It's yeah. like a fucking entire. It's like four panels. Yeah, yeah. it's like an entire. I couldn't even. Novel. I really couldn't even hash it out. The ch- the ch- so what we're talking about here. This is such like, but in California, with the recreational uh, legalization of weed, there was like a law put in place that they all had the containers all had to be like childproof, and they are like it's insane to like. I mean, I don't mean to shout out companies, but like, it's impossible to get a cushy punch, like a piece of a candy out now because it's like, it's in like five levels of fucking uh, wrapping. And it's like, don't even think about the environment when you think about like opening a package of edibles requires like six Trader Joe's plastic. I'll tell you what, man, if a child gets into this packaging, They've earned the they fucking deserve joint. the right. This one, yeah, for sure, dude. Yeah, because they're smarter than I'm I. I'm about to put a fucking uh, screwdriver in it with a hammer. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> this, this is ludicrous, man. But you know what? What I can appreciate, dude, is that uh, the times continue to get weirder, and that you know, like uh, that, that that sounds weird to be like, no, we want things to be like good all the time. It's like, yeah, you know. And uh, we thought they were. Remember, there was a time just a few years ago <laughs> right. where it was like, you know. Things are going great. <laughs> yeah, where, where it's, yeah, it was like, wow, things are going great. Okay, there's a sl- slogs here and there, whatever. But then like it like twists into weird. And I think that it's just a pattern, you know? Yeah. Things get make seem to make sense. They seem to get weird. And like the whole weed thing is just, fuck, man. That's just the weird thing that's happening right now. Right. There's all kinds of weird shit that it's gonna, has happened and that will happen. It's going to keep changing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, we were worried if we sounded like uh, stereotypical stoners before. Now we're like, guys, things are going to keep getting weird and keep changing. Oh, yeah. Peace out, brother. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am so high right I'm now. I'm super toasted. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's, uh, that's fucking... That's... The goddamn truth, man. What if if someone's listening to this doesn't smoke weed? Yeah. What 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 would you say to them? Not like not maybe. What would you say to them under the auspices that you were trying to get them to blaze? What I would say is that the fundamental chemical relationship between this plant and your brain supersedes every bullshit construct that you believe to be real. From every, you know, belief you have, every institution that you trust your life and safety with, it's all just fucking bullshit obstacles between the very, very nature of your perception and the things that have been laying into your environment to attract you and augment it in some way. And if you don't engage that, then you are... Not living. <laughs> Truly, in the sense of that word, you are not 
fully living and perceiving to the capacity that to your oversimplify brain allows the you. fact that your brain can do it and it is so positive means it's crazy that you're not doing it it's is this is hyperbolic comparison but it's like orgasming where it's like yeah. wait you know how it like it feels really and good you know why what? would you choose not to do it and you know exactly, what yeah. people stop themselves from doing that too john you're right <laughs> you know for no fucking reason people you know we've criminalized uh you I know i would be so down with my if if priests were allowed to come i'd be okay right? with it yeah wherever they wanted that was legal yeah <laughs> instead hey, of like having to like dude it, we haven't criminalized pleasure with all this kind of crazy like thinking we've criminalized fully engaging our fucking brain capacity to perceive man you know right. what i'm saying like like that's the thing that's the thing that psychedelics allow you to do uh that's the thing that you know like uh ancient fucking tribal ceremonies allow you to do you know what i'm saying like it's all the things that have been damned by you know modernity in some ways are the things that where it's like you there what like any break from reality like reality is the only true reality (laughs) this is so now i sound like a stoner but like that's what modernity or like law or like civilization is put on top of that is just like no reality is all that matters and it's like well what what's going what about what's going on up in here you know yeah yeah because i only just did uh mushrooms for the first time in within the last year wow what was that like for you it was fantastic yeah yeah did you do a lot of mushrooms i think i did uh i've done them twice now and in the in the last year and i did like the right amount like the right amount for the first time once where i just felt mega high yeah and then i started to realize i was like seeing colors and like things that weren't really there but not nothing like what and then at bonnaroo i did like a fair amount with some uh comedians and uh i was like a long periods of time of just like, how long have I been talking to you? And like, uh, oh, yeah. been like my face hurts from smiling See, and like laying on have, the ground. Have you been feels in awesome. nature? Have you been in yeah. nature? Doing the first time it? was camping and it was oh, okay. fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah, th- there you go. Th- th- that, that's the way to do it. I think that shit will really change your perception a, a lot. I, I mean, like, you know, I did mushrooms as a, you know, like late teenager, perhaps the first time in high school at some point. And like, you know, uh then in college experimented with a lot more psychedelics and then they've really opened up like you know my thinking on a lot of stuff and now at this stage in my life you know dmt is really popular and it's everywhere and it's like people are doing it and i'm so curious about it and i've read about it so much and i'm fucking terrified to try it and like you know it's so like i'm the same way like, yeah. i want to do it so and bad I, and I'm but i'm wondering if it's psychedelics i've done a lot of different stuff and i've been really really lit on crazy different things and i've been to weird places on psychedelics but there's something about it that just scares the fucking living christ out of me i, I feel the same way as you do I, but i'm not as experienced i've only like you, but you I, started yeah on, but on i would i really want to try dmt just based on everything i've he- uh, heard about people who use it and all that but i am truly afraid and i think it's because it's it's like too real yeah like, right? i'm scared it'll get too real and i'm yeah. like and in a lot of ways i like know and respect and believe all of the things that it apparently teaches people when when they do it i i'm completely on board 100 percent. i believe it 
I believe it takes you to crazy places and lets you meet spirit beings. I believe that all that shit is happening. But do I want that? Yeah, and I'm like, and I think, you know, I do, but I don't know. I... Uh, it's it scares shit out of me. I'm, just, yeah, I'm I'll come around to it at some point. It's definitely my like in my last will and testament is to be like yeah. fucking load me up with some DMT. Let me yeah, see. but 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 I feel like the but I think I'm gonna end up doing it before. Because, yeah, the, yeah. The, the point is to do it and like you know clear your fucking head. You know, in yeah. some senses, as as it's been told to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've seen the shit like where it like kicks addictions and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I definitely like you know I I have a feeling that it might help with my headaches i don't know i'm, I'm yeah. not 100 sure but does you weed know. help with your headaches uh you know what in some ways in it, like it's the distraction it, way yeah well it definitely does relax me but it also dehydrates me out here so it's like you know which is not good for headaches which no. is not good for headaches um so. i have uh I have like some stomach issues, which I think like are, you know, just like IBSD or whatever. And I find that weed really helps. But I, I don't know if my shit stuff is also anxiety induced. You know, like I've like not shitting at home anxiety. So oh, I, I feel you, man. I, I but mean, I think like weed that... helps me with that a lot because it feels like it settles my stomach, but maybe it is just the nerves part being yeah. settled too. But whatever, if placebo, even if it's a placebo, like I tell my wife, I'm like, I'm sorry, but my stomach feels like shit. I got to go smoke like, and she's like, do you just like say that? Cause you smoke like all the time. I'm like, I know, but right, right now I do just need, I need man, it. Man, yeah. I'll tell you what though. I do not, like to poop in toilets that are not my own toilet. I mean, like there's some places where over time I can be more comfortable. Right. You know what where I mean? It's like but a place that you've been a lot. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're but, preaching to the choir. Like yeah. I have to work at a place for like a year before I'm like, yeah, okay, that toilet seems like it might be. Yeah. The most, right. Yeah, like, some people can just fucking. And, and then it's like and the difference in just like relaxing and the enjoyment of taking that shit, which a lot of people don't admit that like you enjoy taking a shit, but you know, you do. You Everyone enjoy, enjoys like, taking this shit. Everyone likes it. At minimum, you, know you, you enjoy sitting for five minutes. Yeah, you know what I'm you know, saying? I mean, it's like nice to take a load yeah. off, literally. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know... Like, I love to burn one on the toilet, dude. I do it every oh, once in a while. I do, I do it all the time. Like, in a, like mm. if a morning dump with a joint in your mouth and you come yeah. out and you're like... Or like, oh. very often with me, it's like yesterday's, like, you know, like, There's roach, like roach left <laughs> over or whatever, and I'll, like, look at Reddit and, you know, fucking <laughs> right. smoke that, you know? I fucking love that, Yeah. But yeah, no, it's true. And some people can just like barge into any fucking place and like drop a deuce and then come out and just be totally like, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I gotta I'm go like, home and oh, like man, boil myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had to like add baby wipes to my backpack and that's why another reason why a fanny pack or a little yeah. kit is great. Can I remember hit- like having like the whatever pack of baby wipes or whatever and putting it in my coat be like before i go to work you know what i'm saying be yeah. like oh man i hope i don't have to shit at the oh. office it's like it like sounds and people and there's oh, like no. people around yeah. it's terrible especially once as you learned like you're a host of a show and it's like you're like yeah when am i gonna get a time to shit because everyone's gonna be looking for me i'm gonna have microphones oh, dude, that, that on too. me like or wardrobe you yeah know? It's yeah, like, yeah that's and true. i'm like fuck i'm gonna ha- if i have a coffee which i need right now i'm gonna shit in like an hour yeah. or so 
and fuck wait. all right i gotta hold it till lunch yeah and then at lunch yeah. i'm like oh can i take the mic off you know and like yeah. disappear no, for like a half hour yeah i mean you gotta you gotta talk openly about pooping with your whole production that's the that's the key you gotta be like all right guys we're gonna break a couple things down i poop too Maybe three times a day. Yeah. <laughs> and I need 10 minutes minimum each time. I come back out and I'll work yeah. super hard. Yeah. Look at scripts not or whatever. Not a word. Yeah. When I come out, not a word about where I've been. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll look at scripts if you need me to look at scripts while I'm in there. But I, when I come out, I want nothing. We don't talk about what yeah. happened in there. I want it to be like, nom. Yeah, we just you know, know it saying, happened. Like, don't <laughs> no, say Don't it. ask. Don't ask what happened in there. Oh, yeah. But I yeah. mean, I, I have to wake up so early and time my coffee and I uh, insist on having breakfast like almost right upon waking up. What too. do you have for breakfast usually? Two hard boiled eggs and uh, I make uh, an iced coffee. Like I make like an iced... Two hard boiled eggs and an iced coffee. Yeah. It's literally like a dick in balls. Like in, <laughs> yeah, it in really shape. is. shape. It's like... It really is phallic. Yeah. yeah. It's, if I set it up It's like right, a chode in balls. <laughs> yeah, <that's great. laughs> but yeah, no, that's... So... Two, and so, I hold the eggs in my hand while I drink yeah. the coffee out of the straw <laughs> yeah. and I, I roll the eggs around in my hand while I slurp the coffee down the straw. <laughs> but yeah, so... My wife can't watch me do it for some reason. <laughs> so, so does two hard-boiled eggs have everything you need in it for the morning, meaning until lunch? Like, is that, like, Yeah, enough? it's just enough. It's just enough protein and, like, to, so I don't feel hungry. And also it gives my kicks my metabolism in like it makes my digestion go so right. i'll eat my breakfast drink a coffee and then be like i need i can't leave this house for another 45 minutes like i yeah. need yeah he, i don't know if it's gonna happen in 10 minutes 20 minutes like i have one upon waking of course this podcast always turns into me talking about pooping but i have one <laughs> yeah. upon waking and then one or two more but but i could usually leave the house at that point and ride ride it out all day long yeah I, yeah, yeah yeah totally but then but when then, production when it's like a 6 a.m call oh, i'm like no, i'm fucked i'm dude, shitting i'm shitting whole- like a little bit every hour the until I go to bed. Si- yeah, the whole cycle's <laughs> off. Exactly, yes, man. Yes, dude. And, that, and then you're like, I mean, waking up too early for shit is like that, it really does throw off your whole thing, like your digestion. But uh, back to the hard-boiled eggs thing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a weird thing. It's, all, it's an old meathead thing. No, 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 yeah. no. I, I appreciate it, but you know what I was thinking is that I would want some like kind of like carby thing with it. So, you know what they should make? is an egg-sized potato that you can boil with the fucking eggs, right? That will boil all the way through so that you, like, throw in two eggs, throw in two of these little (laughs) egg-sized potatoes. Yeah, they would probably have to be even smaller, I bet, because... To cook through. But you throw, like, three in there. And then yeah, you have like yeah, two yeah. hard-boiled eggs and two little mini yeah, potatoes. Yeah, yeah. You pop and then you, yeah, you pop them in, and, and then you know what? You can inject those with like some sort of flavoring. <laughs> yeah, we gotta inject so, these my breakfast potatoes before I go to bed, yeah. so they're fully. And the way you do that is you put a syringe in it, and using that syringe, you'd hollow out the center of this tiny egg-sized potato, and then you put some dump that uh, shit out. rosemary in there, and then you. Squirt in some, <laughs> some fucking flavors, <laughs> yeah. you know, Sounds and pop it in your mouth. Oh, dude, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, right. I mean, I, 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 to be honest, I'm purposely not eating carbs in the morning. You know, right, or, yeah, sure. I do better without uh, uh, grains all day. 
I think it's yeah. gluten, so I could probably make potatoes part of yeah, it. But for yeah. me, yeah, that, that's why I said potatoes. I also think, and again, this gets back to me turning into a fucking dick bag out here. Yeah, just turning but, into a total yeah. coastal elite. Baby. Yeah, right. Yeah. Welcome to the fucking club. I'm like, Dig let in, them bro. eat cake. I'm going to eat this fucking. I like avocado as yeah. my dessert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're talking to a guy who like makes himself a little bowl of almond butter at night. There's like Ooh. my healthy dessert. Yeah, no, no, that's good though, man. I'm trying to like change my idea of what a treat is yeah 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 no yeah. Th- th- that's good though that's like you know you gotta fucking care but i'll fucking mow down a pint of ice cream like you know yeah once a week by I, i'm just like once in a while i like i lose control of the reins and it's like fuck this is gonna be a problem to get this guy back in the barn oh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> wait and that i mean the dairy part of that is what gets me man yeah the oh da- my god i'm such a fucking old Cheese, cheese fucks you up. Cheese, dairy, milk, like ice cream. Oh, yeah. I can allow myself a little bit here and there, but it'll just like my head will just fucking. Oh, the migraines. Yeah, yeah, that's that's everything centers on that. You know, I remember someone telling me a story one time that they said like this guy got Botox injections for his, you know, his migraine shit. Like, you can get that in the back of your neck. And then he went to the, like, he went to the doctor and he was like, yo, ever since you gave me those injections, I think something's wrong. Like, you hit some weird spot because I feel, like, euphoric, like, all the fucking time. And he was like, you're not euphoric. You just don't have a fucking headache for the first time in your goddamn life. Oh, my God. That's wild. Yeah. And that story always gets me. I'm like, oh, my God. Am I, like, miserable as shit just because (laughs) I feel pretty good all the time regardless? Well, that's kind of how I felt about, like, yeah. So now you have to, like, eat healthy and not because you're getting because you're because you're you're a skinny guy, as you're saying, like, you have to eat healthy because, like, it's the best way to be yourself. Yeah. Because that's how I felt. It's all about the headaches, man. Yeah. Well, for me, gluten was all about eliminating fucking a morning spent on the toilet yeah oh yeah i didn't realize i had like hopefully your own toilet yeah i had ibsd for like a long time i'm like no my life is is that i wake up and i have like major diarrhea every morning and i'm like that's just my life i guess that's it and And then then, like eating fucking bread and and i stopped eating gluten and and, uh, added probiotics and you know started eating more vegetables and all of a sudden i'm like this is oh this is what other people are talking about like this is why people are normal not, life yeah holy shit and now i'm like now i'm gotta be the guy that's like oh i can't treat i can't have seven beers on a random night like yeah I, it has to be like all right well tomorrow you know what's gonna be happening or you right? have to drink gluten-free beer yeah or just tequila or red wine that's oh, what i God. try to keep it to or you can not drink alcohol man just terrible for you just smoke dude. that weed i uh, love it man i've that's my wife and i uh, I'm a total fucking zealot, man. Yeah, me too, dude. It, it's helped me a lot in my life. It's really helped me. Yeah. It just, the fact that it just makes me drink less is probably the thing that's going to save my life the most. Mm-hmm. Dude, I regenerated the nerves in my fucking shoulder, which were all fucked up from a stabbing. I was stabbed in the throat. Where? Uh, in Baltimore, Maryland, many years ago, 2007. Jesus. And... Uh, it cut a nerve in my Wait, arm how? by a mugger who was trying to steal my cell phone. It was like a pack of kids, basically. Oh, uh, and we were me and my buddy were very drunk, and we were just like stumbling through. It's a long story, but the point is, it all went down. You know what I mean? With a glass bottle, I guess, having to throw from behind. 
But like basically it like I couldn't control between my chin and my elbow and my right arm, right? And then I was just like smoke and they prescribed me oxycontin and I said I don't want this because I read the news and you know I give me something lighter or whatever so they gave me a bunch of percocets which still I feel like I was taking too much of and it was like a weird thing oh, and yeah. then I mean I was and I was smoking weed a lot the whole time I was kind of like agoraphobic in the wake of it so I was like just staying home smoking mad weed you know and my arm fucking works again. You know what I mean? And they were like shocked at, at this shit. And then they like years later they're like, "Oh, the neuroregenerative capabilities of cannabis." It's not like 100 100%, but it's like 80 to 90%. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and uh I just got like some like CBD roll-on stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, my wife, like, she's like, my neck hurts, and, and she's like, well, I'll hit it with that, and she'll like sleep through the night. Yeah, works on yeah. me, dude. I've been using it on my fucking back and stuff. I love it. Mm-hmm. And that's CBD stuff. You know, honestly, if you get if you get CBD or CBD flowers or whatever, and just like put it in a jar with coconut oil or olive oil or something, and boil that jar for two hours, and then strain that shit out, right? You got yourself fucking CBD tincture, CBD oil, right? And you can do that with regular weed too, right? Obviously, and make and, and I make, make THC weed oil, butter or weed yeah, oil, and then yeah. rub that shit all over your whatever, you know. Use it in the bedroom, yeah. Honestly, like that shit is like you know if if don't you instead of using some sort of store bought lubricant, if you use like CBD coconut oil or something, bruh. Consider that a tip. You know, that's one for you know. Thank me later. But seriously, Have your partner, thank me later. Yeah, if you yeah. like, like lather up with some wild like cannabis olive oil, and Hell fuck yeah. yo, damn dude, get the fuck down. It sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Co- I recommend it. Coconut oil works well. Yeah, and imagine if all you have to do is infuse that coconut oil with weed. Oh. And it makes it like a crazy, like, out of body experience. (laughs) Do you ever try fucking on weed? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I I cannot remember the last time I fucked not on weed. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, Same. Maybe never. I maybe I I, maybe never had sex not stoned. What if you hated it? Yeah. (laughs) You're like, ow. Because I was at the same time. You like, you know, it's like you're a teenager. You smoke weed for the first time. You start getting laid. Suddenly, you're like, wait a minute. I've never done this sober. Yeah. I just really like smoking weed. That's what I found out. The sex is not good if you're not stoned. That'd be crazy realization. You know. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Wow, dude. this dragon drinking whiskey is fucking crazy. It looks very like sexual somehow. Yeah, it does it, it does look a little bit sexual. He does look like he's performing yeah. oral or being fucking reamed out or whatever. And you got a full portrait of the 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 guy on the Jack of Clubs, St. George. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Yeah, right. St. George is the guy who slayed all the dragons, I think, in Oh, oh this is all dragon situation. Yeah, it's not all. Wait, but wait, wait. So- so this is in the Bible that there was this guy who slayed a bunch of dragons, Saint George. I don't George. actually know. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> I th- no, but I mean, the, clearly there's a picture of it, and his name I'm, is Saint George. So right. he's, I, I mean, think maybe he's not in the, the Bible, Bible, but he's maybe in like stories. I forget, or maybe he was a king, and that was like the rumor about him. Like Charlemagne was the god king. This guy was like Saint George. So those, it's in the apocryphes, right? I'm, 
I'm out of my depth. I don't know shit about. Yeah, I don't know shit. Yeah, I, I've yeah. literally, it's it's like a, the education of like a like a weekend of History Channel that I'm yeah. speaking from. Yeah, well, I'm pulling like, off like five years of Catholicism, and it's taught in like. Yeah, they're not, ta- they're not telling you any of the fun but, stuff. But there were dragons in the fucking Bible, huh? Were there? I mean. Oh, okay. Well, in store Bible stories, I would imagine, right? There was giants, David and Goliath. Oh yeah, sure. But you know what's interesting is like, or are they just fables? The dragons, like the serpents and shit, those are like symbols of like spirituality and all of the like ancient religions and yes. shit. Yes. Yeah. Are you in? You get down with some fucking wild. Uh, I love every once. Uh, what's the dude's name who I love? It's Graham Hancock. Graham Hancock, uh, yeah, my I, fucking guy. I love. I love some random like fucking uh, Joe Rogan esque. Uh, not to, not again to be in the stoner territory, but I love the. No, and, this and is, whether or not I I truly believe it doesn't even matter to me. No, I just man. love the theories of it. Like, I'll I tell them. you what they have fucking stereotyped us. Into being like, oh, if you're if you think that well, there's aliens and you're on drugs or like you know people who are on drugs, the aliens. Yeah, it's like a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yo, they that is what if that's fucking reality? And you know what? If the purported reality that we're all supposed to believe is reality is so fucking real, then how come ninety percent of what you know? You have zero physical evidence of because it's been told to you through some form of media. And you only know really tangibly, physically, like 10% or less of what is really in front of you. And then again, even if you trust your perceptions, which is your vision, your limited range of vision, your limited, uh, you know, uh, range of uh, hearing hearing and smelling and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? You trust that. You trust that reality and you don't trust like the inner and outer like experiences that are achieved through natural substances. You are lying to yourself, America. Right. Yeah, that's what's fucking crazy is leaving that <laughs> shit on the fl- leaving that shit on the table, leaving that option on the table. Yo, I'm getting uh let's wrap this motherfucker up. Yeah, uh, wow. We went to some wild yeah, places we got there. today, So, John. weed. <laughs> That's the topic. We don't take you there. Yeah, but see, I fucking love that, man. I love talking about bullshit. It's very fun and it's very interesting. Yeah, it's except fun. it's not bullshit. It's all true. Right. Yeah. The CIA invented AIDS. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, shit. I love it. Now we're into, this is a whole nother facet of High and Mighty <laughs> is where we get into conspiracies. <laughs> I have, I have, here's, a, I'm going to float you. We'll get out of here. But before that, I want to float you my my latest conspiracy that I've done no research on, and I know I say this like once every four weeks, listeners, but I still haven't done any research. Is it Melania is KGB? Whoa! And she was set and planted in like uh, elite rich people a while ago, and they just the KGB accidentally bet on the fucking and this dude ends up making a run for president and then with their help on the fucking Facebook and election hacking or whatever, and then Milan like Melania wants out. She's an agent. She's like, I did, this is too much. And Rush and Russia's like, no, fuck this, dude. You're in, the first lady. You're in the White House. Yeah, like you got to stay. That's like my fucking. <laughs> yeah, you know who's suspicious to me is Baron, <laughs> right? I feel like he's, you know, like like he might be like a like a sleeper liberal in the, you know. Like, That's why I mean, I, that 
that's what he is. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. like goes to him like a prep school and then like meets like the ki- the kids of some artists, yeah, some rich New York artists or whatever, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, you can like, <laughs> yeah, then yes, he reads he's like Asian. You Jack like Kerouac or something, yeah, and he gets into like, some cool shit, yeah, and then yeah. hopefully that's oh, I like that. We have faith in you, Baron. You know, you know how they write like biopics about periods and presidents' lives and shit. Someone should write a future biopic about Baron Trump. Like, be, you know, like, Someone should write a movie. fixing all the fucked up shit that his family did, yeah. you know? Oh my, that'd be an awesome campaign to run on. Yeah. Trust me, I'm nothing like yeah. this, that monster. And uh, they, they're going to be like, Trump 2037 or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like, they're going to be like, what? Yeah, like, oh, it's Baron Trump, actually. Yeah. He's like, no, call me Trump. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah right? He's like... I'm not going to anglicize my name. I'm no. going to go back to the original. Yes, I understand. Um, uh, what's the name of your uh, podcast again? Great oh, yeah. Moments in Weed History. It's called Great Moments in Weed History. That's right. People check, listeners check that out. And th- that's uh, a nonfiction podcast, right? Yeah. So in that, uh, Beanstalk, David Beanstalk, uh, who's a cannabis journalist, old school guy, uh, you know, he tells me a story in each episode from the history of cannabis. And we talk about it and shoot the shit and we get really stoned. And the histories are really interesting. I mean, stories like, uh, you know, Phil Acuti uh, getting out of prison, getting into and out of prison back when he established his own nation within the borders of Nigeria. Um, How uh, Bob Dylan was the guy who smoked out the Beatles the first time. And basically launched that whole phase of their career where that was all psychedelic. Oh, it all happened in one go. And they used Ringo Starr as their test dummy, kind of, of course. It was part <laughs> of the story. Uh, and, cool. you know, like one about like uh, Carl Sagan and Lester Grinspoon. Carl Sagan was a big, big pothead. And it's like a story about him. So, yeah, that's all that's cool shit as hell. in there. Yeah, 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 listen. There's 12 episodes and we're working on our second season uh, coming up. Uh, soon and that's awesome and you're I'm your kid on Instagram and yeah I'm your kid on all platforms and uh, yeah. that's me oh well hit uh, hit us up with your weed habits or your healthy yeah. weed based breakfast I want or to your know. dream wake and bake situation or your pa- yeah like what you know that's the good question we should be asking to other stoners what's your favorite weed pairing because mine is I really like weed and iced coffee together mm. yeah I really like now weed and uh, just cardamom water like like just boiled cardamom and honey ooh yeah I like because I like weed and tea because yeah, I can handle yeah. like some the, the I don't drink caffeine so right. I don't like exactly. so now oh my god oh my god I'm what about such a like s- hot cinnamon water and or hot mint water ooh and, yeah, and yeah. ooh that's a good call man yeah. I gotta go pick up some mint yeah yeah, dude, I just got myself excited for some fresh mint. Yeah, I'm right. Scoop some. Oh yes. my god, we're such pricks, dude. We're not LA douchebags, but we gotta go. We gotta go. We had fresh mint to make uh, mint tea to go with our weed, <laughs> our top shelf fucking uh, cultivated mm, weed that we mm, enjoy. Most excellent, um, dude. This has been so fun, man. Yeah, Thanks likewise, man. On, Thank man. you so yeah, much. Yeah, this please. is great. I Check out. To do this and forever. if you guys haven't watched Bong Appetit, that's how I fell in love with this dude in Rye. It's, it's on Hulu. It's a really fun show. It's on Hulu. And Vanessa is the third. Uh, right? That's, yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. you guys were fantastic. And Thanks it's so much. Really, man. I also learned about good chefs from the show. Too. Yeah, it's all mostly LA chefs. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, and some really talented chefs, man. Oh, hell there. yeah. Shout no, out Fatima the, Ali. The thing that I wanted the most that I saw you guys eat on that was the halved pineapple that those dudes... Oh, yeah, Trap, trap Kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. That's right, man. That's the dish I wanted the most that I saw you guys eat. And I wanted to smoke the sushi blunt because that looks fucking oh, cool. Oh, man, yo. So my man, Yo-Yo, roll that blunt. That is actually maybe the most uh like memorable like the most viewed clip of that show is the sushi blunt like well you have a master sushi chef rolling yeah Yeah. and dude the blunt was so good well and and you i mean you and rye fucking filling it with just like oh thc distillate and we lime resin butter i know and i remember me and rye pretty much finished it off uh there was the second half of it like, I don't know what happened to it. You know what? I think one of the PAs took it, which I'm happy because that was, you know, that was great. That was a fun thing on the show is, you know what? You give PAs weed, your whole set's happy. So right. Shout out to all the PAs out there. Right, dude. You're like, hey, look, here's free weed for right when you're done. Oh, yeah. yeah it was a weed show. We had a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah, you know? that fucking cabinet, the dream yeah. cabinet, dude. So I would give them weed and, you know. Uh, trickle up, bro. The PAs are happy. <laughs> Everyone's happy. Um, dude, well, Abdullah, thanks. Uh, wait. Abdullah? Close enough, bro. Abdullah? Medulla Oblongata. Still good. Yeah, I'm so no, Medulla Oblongata, I can never stand because the thing is, if it's the first thing someone says to me, I'm like, that. you're the least imaginative person. I'm glad we went through a whole hour of madness before you pull it out. You're good. Right. If it's the first thing someone says to me, I'm always like, yeah. you know, like they, they, I, I know it's from uh, uh, Waterboy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It is like that kind of, now that I've said it, it has a little bit of earworm quality where I'm like, yeah, get yeah. it out of my head now. Story of my life, bro. Um, Medulla right. Well, thanks for coming on, brada. Uh, thanks for having me man this was super fun you're a fucking g by the way john gabris for all people out there this man's a fucking g this man's a true check out my podcast high and mighty uh yeah listen to all his shit stop this and listen to all his shit other shit he's got eight podcasts and weed and then come back to me do it all you got if you're not watching high maintenance watch high maintenance yeah watch high maintenance on hbo yeah bye shitheads That was a HeadGum Podcast.